And now look at me back in verse 2. And it's saying the tongue is very hard to control. And if we could control the tongue, we can control the whole body. Now would you turn with me to Proverbs chapter 10, verse 19. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 19. In the multitude of words, sin is not lacking, but who restrains his lips is wise. All that's saying is just be careful what you say, and sin comes when a person speaks too much. Now, Proverbs chapter 21, verses, verse 23. Whoever guards his mouth and tongue keeps his soul from troubles. You can, go, you can go without saying certain things, and the person that says too much has, he brings trouble to his soul. The tongue is small, but it accomplishes big things. Verse, now look at me in verse three of James chapter three. Indeed, we put bits in horses' mouths that they may obey us, and we turn the whole body. Well, we all know how big a horse is and how how big a horse can get, and it and we can control them by a small piece of metal, which is called a bit. Um, the horse equals the bit, and no, hold on. The horse equals our body, and the bit equals our tongue. Now look at me in verse four. Look also at ships, although they are so large and driven by fierce winds, they are turned by a very small rudder wherever the pilot desires. Well, the past for, in the recent years, me and my family, we went on cruise ships and they got basketball courts and et cetera, et cetera. Just know they got a whole lot of stuff in this big. And so that, in that case, the boat equals our body and the rudder equals our tongue. Now look at me in verse six, six through eight, the tongue destroys. And the tongue is a fire in the word of iniquity. The tongue is so set among our members and sets on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire by hell. For every kind of beast and bird, a reptile and creature of the sea, it is tamed and has been tamed by mankind. But no man can tame the tongue. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. There's a lot you can get into with your tongue, trouble-wise. And I have a few, a few sins listed. And number one is gossip. Gossip is basically a rumor that is spread about an individual or a thing, whether it's true or false. Now would you turn with me in Ephesians chapter four, verse 29. Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth. And if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Now would you turn me to Titus chapter three, verse two. Titus chapter three, verse two. To speak evil of no one, to be peaceable, gentle, and showing all humility to all men. We are not supposed to be going and talking bad and evil things to each other. We're supposed to be helping and encouraging each other. Now, number two is lying. Now, would you turn me to Proverbs chapter 12, verse 22. Proverbs chapter 12, 
22. Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but those who deal truthfully are his delight. The Lord, he doesn't like liars, but he likes the people that tell the truth, so if you just tell the truth, you'll be all right. Now, Colossians chapter 3, verse 9. Do not lie to one another since you have put off the old man with his deeds. You put off the old man with your deeds when you get baptized. And when you get baptized, I don't mean you can go out and just go back to doing all the sins you, you, go, you used to do. That means you're supposed to get better, supposed to get better in what you're doing. Another one is talking back. Young people, we got a problem with talking back to our parents. I know I do, but well, I'm trying to work on it. Now we determine to Colossians chapter 3, verse 20. Children, obey your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing to the Lord. God, he wanted us, he designed it the way that children, is supposed, they are supposed to obey their parents. And backbiting is a long list of sins that, have, that has listed, and that would be in Romans chapter 1, verse 29 and 30. Romans chapter 1, verse 29 and 30. Being filled with all unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, strife, evil-mindedness, they are whisperers, backbiters, hated of God, violent, proud boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents. Those are just a small list that, that you can get in trouble to by using your tongue, and so we need to um, just try to avoid those lists. The list, gossip, lying, talking back, and backbiting. Now on to my second main point, the multi-use of the tongue. Now be in verse nine. With it, we bless our God and Father. The tongue can be used to worship, to worship God. We have to be all in to worship God. We just can't go through the motions. Now as you look in Ephesians, Chapter 5, verse 19. Speaking to one another in psalms and hymns, spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your hearts to the Lord. That's one way we can, um, that, that's one way the tongue can be used to worship God, by singing. We can also use the tongue for teaching. Mark chapter 16, verse 15. And he said to them, go in all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. God, he gave us a, um, a responsibility to go out and preach his word to the people that may not know him. You can also use the tongue to admonish and encourage. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as in the manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much to the more as you see the day approaching. We're supposed to come to church to exhort each other, one another, and exhort means to encourage one another. Now, the tongue can be used to curse men, and that's in verse nine. And with it, we curse men who have been made, made in the similitude of God. Even though it is not a proper use you can get, you can use it for the bad, your tongue. 
We have to be careful what we say. We all sing this song. We have all sung this song, oh, be careful. Oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see. Oh, be careful, what little ears, what you hear. Oh, be careful, what little tongue, what you say. Now would you turn me to Proverbs chapter 13, verse 3. He who guards his mouth preserves his life, but he who opens wide his lips shall have destruction. If we want to preserve our life, we have to just keep our mouth shut at some times. People worship God and curse men at the same time. Now would you look at me in verses, verses 10 and 11. Out of the same mouth, proceeding in blessing, curse, in blessing and cursing, my brethren, these things are not to be so. There's a spring sent forth fresh water in the bitter of the same opening. James says this is wrong. He said this is ought, this is ought not to be so. You, can do, you can't do one thing and say the other. You must be godly all the time. Now would you turn with me into Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. Let your light so shine before men that they might see the good works and glorify your Father in heaven. We, we must speak like God would, and others, they may see how God live, lives in you, by, and they might glorify him. As you see, the tongue can be used for good and bad, and we just have to make it an effort to, for it to be good. Now, in conclusion, if you have not made the decision to follow Christ, we will want you to change that today. Having heard the word of God, you must put faith in God's word. Romans chapter 10, verse 17, you are you must be willing to turn turn from sin in your life. Acts chapter 3, verse 19. You will be willing to confess Christ as your Savior. Romans chapter 9, verses 9. Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10. You also must be baptized for the remission of your sins. Acts chapter 22, verse 16. And, and finally, you must live faithfully for the Lord. Revelations 2, 10. It is also possible that you have said something with your tongue that you regret and desire to repent of. If so, come as we stand and sing.